I have two disclaimers right now. One, it is the Friday after my 21st birthday. Needless to say, I am fighting some demons right now. And two, my fucking fire alarm keeps going off and I don't know how to fix that, if we're being honest. Everyone's like, oh, you need to change your battery because every time I'm on a Zoom call, this shit goes off. And I've tried. I've tried. I just replaced it literally two minutes ago because it was getting on my nerves and I was about to start recording and it's still beeping. So if you hear in the background, oh, I'm about to lose my shit. I'm about to, this is not the day. This is not the day nor the time. <laughs> Let's get into this. Welcome to the 20-somethings, guys. Second episode. I'm pumped. I hope you are too. I'm also violently hungover. And I don't know why I thought filming the second episode or recording the second episode, I guess you could say, recording the second episode on the day after my 21st birthday would be good. But I think in my mind, I just wanted to capture the raw experience that is being hungover after your 21st birthday because I legitimately died last night. Obviously not died actually because I'm here recording this, which we'll get into all of that. But for a quick second, not to get sappy, but thank y'all so much for the support on the first episode. I had like people reaching out from like my childhood and then like family friends that I haven't talked to in years being like, I love the podcast, like blah, 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 blah. And that meant so much to me. I don't think I actually registered that people were going to listen to the podcast. I think for like the couple months that I've been planning this, I've just been like, oh yeah, like I'm releasing a podcast, but I don't think I genuinely registered that people were going to listen to it. So when people were like DMing me being like, I love this or like this lesson resonated with me or whatever, I was like, that is so crazy that they like listen to that. So yeah, not to take like this little moment to be sappy but thank you all so much that that really made my day and it was a pretty great way to ring in you know you're 21 anyway I've already mentioned this multiple times but I am fighting some demons right now I am so violently hungover and here's the thing my parents are gonna get mad at me for mentioning this but we all blacked out at Thanksgiving and I was like okay if I survived Thanksgiving, this should be a breeze. This should be a walk in the park, if anything. No. Literally, no. Let me back it up and give you all a rundown of what my birthday was like. Because I think we hype up birthdays to be like this magical, like, my sweet 16 on MTV type ordeal. When most of the times, you'll maybe have a nice dinner, you'll maybe hang out with some friends, and you'll call it a night. You know? Well... In my case, I got woken up at 6 a.m. because my parents have the cutest little tradition to wake us all up with, like, the mariachi, like, happy birthday song. And I'll insert a little clip of it right here just so y'all can imagine yourself waking up at 6 a.m. to this blaring in your face, which I'm not even shitting on because I love that my parents do this. I love that we have this little tradition because we do it for every family member when it's their birthday. But this is what it sounds like. Estas son las mañanitas que cantaba el rey David 
anyway, so yeah, so I get woken up at 6am to that blaring in my face and like a donut with two candles on, <laughs> like lit up. And my parents are singing, my siblings are singing. It's cute and stuff. I was like half awake because I stayed up until two studying for this midterm that I had the next day. I will say this. I rang in the big two one by having a mental breakdown about everything that I was stressed out about because I had a midterm on my birthday. So I was stressing out about that. The podcast was not edited and there was just a lot going on on my birthday that I was like, I could do without. And everyone that's like texting me happy birthday at midnight is like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> but I'm good. I'm good. I'm fine now. Um, I was just kind of stressed in the moment. But yeah. And then I studied until like 2 a.m. And then I get woken up at 6 a.m. by my parents and my siblings singing happy birthday to me with that little mariachi band song. And then I like went back to sleep until like 8-ish. And then I edited my podcast until like 11 because I had yet to edit it. And a lot of people were like, hey, why don't you just push it back? Like, why are you stressing yourself out about this? But the entire time that I've been planning the release of the 20-somethings and just like the 20-somethings in general, I was like, I want to release it on my 21st birthday. Like, I feel like, okay, if I'm releasing a podcast about being in my 20s, what better way to, you know, initiate it than releasing the first episode on my 21st birthday. So it's something that I really, really, really wanted to do. And also I had already recorded the episode and 90% of the episode revolved around me turning 21 the day that it was being released. So I was like, there's, there's no way, like I have to release it. But also I was just going to be very disappointed in myself if I didn't release it. So yeah, I spent the morning of my birthday editing the podcast and then around 12, I released it on Spotify and Apple and I literally started crying because I was like, there is no way, like I'm finally seeing this like vision that I've had in my head for like the longest time kind of come into fruition and it was just a very monumental and like very tendy moment with myself and then I hurried to UAB. If you didn't know, I go to the University of Alabama at Birmingham. So not UA in Tuscaloosa, like the one that everyone thinks about, but the other one. <laughs> but yeah, and then I got to school around like 1230-ish because that's when my midterm was and I hikey failed it. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. <laughs> but it was just a quiz. It did kind of put a damper in the birthday celebration, but at the same time, I looked at the score and I was like, you know what? It's my birthday. YOLO. And closed my laptop and walked out of the auditorium. So I was fine. And then I went to my internship. I interned at the business school anyway. So I just had to go up the stairs basically. <laughs> and my cute little advisor, she got me little cupcakes. And she can't obviously buy me alcohol because she's my boss and my advisor. And I feel like there's just a lot of things that go into that statement. But yeah, she can't buy me alcohol. So she bought me a Publix gift card so that I can buy myself alcohol. <laughs> After my internship, I met up with my parents. And then this next part, um, I don't even know how to rationalize the thought process behind it. However, we went to Twin Motherfucking Peaks for my... 21st birthday dinner which if you don't know what Twin Peaks is because I definitely did not prior to my family eating there it's basically Hooters but 
a lot skimpier, which nothing wrong with that. If you work there and you're a waitress there, get your bag, sis, because they were getting tips left and right while I was there. But yeah, it's basically Hooters, but it's called Twin Peaks. And that's where we went for my dinner. They sit us down and we are about to order drinks. And obviously, it's my 21st birthday. It's my first legal drink. I order a margarita. And she's like, can I see your ID? And take in mind, I didn't have time to get ready in the morning. So I'm literally wearing an I Heart New York oversized t-shirt with leggings and Air Force Ones. If you put me in a lineup with a bunch of 14-year-olds, you would not be able to tell me apart. So rightfully so. She's like, yeah, can I just see your ID? And I'm like, of course. That's literally what we came for. So like my parents are videoing. Like I'm literally getting my little ID out of my little ID slot in my wallet. I'm handing it over. So excited because, you know, first legal drink or whatever. She looks at it for a hot second. A long hot second. And she's like, I'm going to have to take this to the back. And I was like, oh my God. (laughs) Say this was a fake ID. Why would my fake ID say that my birthday is today? Literally today. But I was like, whatever, girl. I completely understand. I know it ain't you. I know it's corporate. I don't want you to get in trouble. She takes it to the back. I shit you not. She is back there for 15 minutes. And I'm like, hey, I know I look young. I know I look young. However, all you got to do is scan it. It's a real Alabama ID, baby. But whatever. She comes back with my margarita and my ID. But for a second there, me and my parents were literally like, what would we do if a cop just posts up and is like, you're trying to show a false identification. But they didn't. And they brought me my margarita. And it was really good. And I drank one of those. And then my dad got me a lemon drop shot. So that was pretty good. And then my mom couldn't finish her margarita. So I finished her margarita. And it was pretty good. I was feeling um, pretty loose around dinner time. But yeah, and then my parents drove me home, obviously, because we don't drink and drive in this establishment. But my parents drove me home and I started getting ready. My old roommate, Bella, oh, love of my life. But Bella came into town for my birthday, so she arrived, like, around the time we arrived. We started getting ready. I wore the most simple outfit for my birthday. (laughs) I wore a leather crop top and leather shorts. So it was, like, leather on leather, and then I wore my, like, fake Doc Martens that I got from TJ Maxx. (laughs) We got ready pretty quickly, and I packed everything in a box because I made the cutest little shooters. So let me explain this. So I got white edible glitter and I put it in tequila. So I made little like white glittery tequila and I put them in these empty shooters that I got from Amazon. And then I also got these little like circle sticker things. And then I ordered this little stamp with the 20 somethings logo on it. And those were kind of like the party favors for the night. So yeah, I packed those up and then we got to the house that this party was like being held at shout out ashley emily maggie and colleen for letting me borrow their house um their house is basically known as like the uab party house like that's where theta kai has like all of their parties so i was like hey besties can i borrow your house for my 21st birthday and they said yes so shout out them for letting me use their house um but yeah we kind of set everything up for like the next hour and a half and then people started showing up And that's where we kind of go downhill. (laughs) Not downhill in like a bad way. Downhill in like the I can't remember anything coherently after like the first hour. 
And that part is mainly due to the fact that people were showing up and I got iced, I think, two times, maybe three. The third one is a maybe. I might be making that up in my head. Definitely twice. And then everyone was coming up to me being like, oh my god, let's take this tequila shot together. Um, And I just kept doing it because I was like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. Until I wasn't. I'll spare you the details of the rest of the night. Um, They weren't pretty, but I'm alive. Barely. But on the topic of the party, as you may have noticed, the episode name is called Mistakes Were Made featuring my friends. And that's because right next to the glittery tequila shots, I put this little QR code that led people to a survey asking what their best drunk memory or drunk story is. And I figured it would be kind of fun to just kind of go through those and give my commentary or just honestly laugh about it together because I'm hungover as shit, as I've mentioned multiple times. And I thought this would just make me feel better. (laughs) I read a couple of them prior to starting the episode. I probably should have read more, but whatever. And some of them are pretty funny. And some of them I actually know more than what the person wrote. So I will be giving a little backstory and my commentary. But let's get started. I'm so excited for this. Okay, so the first one says, I peed in my brother's guest bed after a night of being so drunk that I thought that the girl that we were with was Nessa. In parentheses, it says, the girl I was with was also six feet tall and certainly African-American. So I actually know (laughs) this backstory pretty well because I got a FaceTime call the morning after this incident. But basically, um, homegirl was off her rocker. I'll put it that way. She was sipping water very loosely. I might be completely butchering this story, but from my understanding of this FaceTime call, her brother has this friend that looks nothing like Nessa Barrett. If you were wondering what Nessa we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about Nessa Barrett, like the TikToker. But my friend was so um, under the influence that she literally thought it was Nessa Barrett and took multiple pictures with her and proceeded to send them to me being like oh my god Nessa Barrett and I was like that is not Nessa Barrett but all of that and then she peed in her brother's guest bed which (laughs) not not a proud moment but we've all been there we've all been there no judgment towards her okay a lot of these it's like my first time reading them but this one says seeing my ex and his girlfriend at a party then proceeding to take them to zydeco and wait in line with them for the whole 45 minutes that it took for us to get in for those of you that aren't birmingham natives zydeco is basically the holy grail of college bars here in birmingham like it is like the ultimate college bar it's 18 and up so everyone can get in there 90 percent of frat parties happen at zydeco so she wait, she waited in line for 45 minutes to get into Zydeco with her ex and his girlfriend. And she also drove them there. I have no words. I mean, me and my exes are cool, but I don't think I would ever do this shit. <laughs> but props to you. This is like taking being the bigger person to a whole nother level. So props to you, girly, if anything. Okay, so the next one goes, crying at a bidday party in front of everyone. (laughs) And okay, this isn't funny, but it is because I know exactly who submitted this. 
and it's not even what y'all think. Like most people are like, oh, poor girl. She didn't get the bed she wanted. No, <laughs> this is my friend and he happens to be a guy. And it wasn't his proudest moment. I'll tell you that because I was there to witness it. But yeah, he cried at a bid day party because he saw the girl that he was talking to ish, kind of not ish, situation ship ish, making out, <laughs> making out with someone else. And we have all been there. Honestly, that is like a heart sink kind of moment. Like your heart is to your ass. We've all been vibing with a guy or vibing with a girl or vibing with whoever you want at a bar and you like go to the bathroom for two seconds and you come back and they're like dancing with someone else or like making out with someone else and you're like damn I thought I thought me and you were end game so definitely no judgment on this one I don't think I would cry at a bid day party especially if it was your frat's bid day party but it shows you're in tune with your emotions or not which take that as you will but you know okay <laughs> This next one is funny because I was also there for this one. Um, it says, face planting in the middle of the living room at a Theta Chi date party and not even attempting to catch myself. I just let my body hit the floor. You know, shit happens. <laughs> I vividly remember this happening. And yeah, she did not attempt to catch herself in the slightest. So it was literally like a wooden board just hitting the floor oh my god okay this next one I wasn't there for but I got a FaceTime call the next morning about it but it says I woke up naked in my ex's bed I hadn't talked to him in a year prior to this and I don't even remember anything that happened besides the fact that I drank a whole bottle of pink Whitney to myself thinking it was a mixer drink last memory of the night before was me playing pong left his apartment before he woke up I have many things to say about this, actually. One, um, I'm glad it wasn't a stranger's bed. Not sure that your ex's bed was any better, but it's better the devil you know than the devil you don't. Second of all, Pink Whitney has done so many people dirty because everyone thinks it's a mixed drink because it tastes like a lemonade kind of situation. But it's literally vodka. Like, it is straight vodka. So, for all the homies that didn't know that are just now finding out, here's your fair warning. It's not just a little lemonade mixed drink. It's literally vodka. So, try at your own expense, I guess. But also, props to you for leaving before he woke up. Because can you imagine the conversation that would have been had if you were to have waited for him to wake up? This next one, I was also therefore which i am so glad i am getting to be a part of or witness some of y'all's most defining moments honestly kind of tugs at the heartstrings a little bit but this person goes i went to nashville for theta chi formal lost all my friends at kid rocks my phone died i decided to take the elevator downstairs to go stroll broadway all alone first of all can we just take a moment Okay, maybe it's just the paranoid side of me, but, like, don't ever do that shit. Like, ever. That's how you get snatched, homegirl. And then it proceeds to say, A cop walks up to me and asks if I'm okay. And I told him I was drunk and lost all my friends. Instead of getting me in trouble or anything, I proceeded to make out with said cop. He then offered me a ride home. I am nothing but proud 
Honestly, that is what I call a resourceful woman. Like, wow, way to turn a negative into a positive, kind of, question mark. I mean, you got to ride home, so that's good. You were safe, which is good. But also, that makes one hell of a bar story. Like, if I was like, yeah, I made up with a cop because I told him I was drunk. That would go into one of my top 10 stories ever, and I would not shut up about it. So, I'm glad you submitted this. Okay, this next one goes, I puked into a Walmart bag and proceeded to drunkenly swing it. (laughs) Oh my gosh. What the shit? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm going to need to take a minute. I want to know the thought process, actually. I also want to know whose apartment you were in. Because cleaning a vomit, I've been there and it's not fun. And so I just want, I just want to know the backstory. I, I need more information, honestly. I'll probably reach out after this episode just to see. But I'm glad you had fun, it seems like. This next one is sweet, short, and simple. I drank for a solid 12 hours one day and went to take a shower. I proceeded to black out in the shower and woke up two hours later with the water still running. <laughs> If I may ask, what was the water bill like that month? I just want to know. Moving right along. My parents have no idea I drank slash went out to Zydeco. One night, second semester freshman year, I was in the middle of the dance floor at Zydeco and everything was going fine until I looked down at my phone and I saw that I was calling my dad. I accidentally butt dialed him and my mom 10 times without realizing that night. That next day, they called and asked what I bought and how I bought alcohol at the package store. 11th Street package store, of course. I'm going to stop this right here to give another disclaimer for anyone that's not a Birmingham native, but the 11th Street package store is like the package store to go to if you're in Birmingham. But continuing the story. And I basically had to come clean and tell them I had a fake ID. I know I know a thing or two about getting in trouble with the parentials. Um... Not to make this about me, but I'm going to make it about me. It was actually also my second semester freshman year. I was at a going away party for someone that was going to study abroad in like Ireland or something. And I don't know where I went wrong, but I ended up blacking out. And I text my parents pretty frequent updates about like what I'm doing throughout the night. Like I'll be like, oh, I'm leaving the pregame. I'm going to Zydeco. I'm leaving Zydeco. I'm going to my friend's apartment, like blah, blah, blah. And so I thought we were leaving for some reason. And I texted them saying that we were leaving to go to the bars. And we were in fact not leaving to go to the bars. And so my parents tracked my location and they're like, hey, you're still at your friend's apartment. And I was so gone that I had yet to check my phone. So I had yet to see their messages or respond. So they started calling me, right? So I answered this phone call, completely blacked out. Don't remember how the conversation went. Um, But according to my parents, it was not a good one in the slightest. And needless to say, I don't think I've ever been in so much trouble in my life. Like, the next morning, it was one of those things where, like, the next morning I woke up and I was like, I kind of just don't even want to go home. And obviously now I'm fine. Now me and my parents are Jay chilling. But it's something that they bring up pretty frequently at, like, parties and stuff because that was probably one of my lowest moments. Um, So I'm glad we all have those second semester freshman year mistakes. (laughs) 
Okay, so I don't want to make this episode super, super long. This is probably going to be like the last submission because it's kind of a long one. Um, and it starts off with, I have a couple that are super embarrassing and could definitely be wild to read off. <laughs> so this should be a ride. Number one, on New Year's Eve, we left the club and went to cookout at around 4 a.m. It was probably the drunkest I've ever been, and all I could think about was how hungry I was. Our friend got out of the car to join the long line at the pickup window to put in our food order, and for some reason, I rolled down the back seat car window and started screaming, I'm gonna bust, at the crowd of people waiting to order. It definitely got a lot of attention, and now it's a running joke in my friend group. Honestly, that's funny. Like, I feel like if I was drunk and, like, waiting for my food to be ordered and some random girl just rolled down their window and was like, I'm going to bust, that would probably be an inside joke from my friend group, too, even if we didn't know you. But that's pretty good. That's pretty funny. Next one by the same person. I went to a concert in Atlanta with a friend from my high school and her friend group who I had never met before. One of the guys in the group was so cute and I made it a goal to try to kiss him before the end of the night. However, I'm quite shy when it comes to these things, so I decided that a little alcohol may give me the courage that I need to make a move. I wanted to sound cool when we were at the bar, so I ordered a Jack and Coke. I am a lightweight for hard liquor, and this drink was all Jack, no Coke. This boy was very sweet, and the concert was tons of fun, but as the night progressed, I was getting way too drunk. At one point, I was dropping my drink over and over again, and he would offer to buy me more. I couldn't say no. Duh. By the end of the concert, we had migrated into the semi-violent mosh pit, and I started to feel like I was going to pass out. I was completely incoherent and peed on myself during the last couple songs. <gasps> it wasn't a lot, and I don't think it was ever noticeable because of my outfit, but it was one of the most embarrassing moments ever, and no, I never kissed him. Oh. My. God. Uh... Honestly, it doesn't seem like he noticed that you peed on yourself, so it's fine. But also the fact that you didn't even get to kiss him, that is so unfortunate. <laughs> this is overall, this is overall a very unfortunate story. I'm so sorry this happened to you, actually. Um, I'm glad the concert was fun, but everything else, I, wow, I'm just flabbergasted, if anything. <laughs> Okay, I know I said that the last one was the last submission, but I think this might be the last submission because my friend was like, I have this story that you need to hear. And honestly, if you go to UAB, you probably know exactly who this is and exactly what story this is because it's such an infamous story. But yeah, okay, let me call my friend real quick and he'll tell us this story. Whenever you're ready, I'm ready. I'm recording. Oh, I'm ready. Okay. <laughs> oh, here's the video. God, I'm just staring into the camera. Oh, oh I feel no. so bad for that girl that I was with. She was probably like, what the literal fuck? Dude, I was so drunk, but I was in love with the music. Okay, let's just get this shit on the road. I'm already cringing. So I uh, get up to Knoxville a lot earlier than everyone else by about a day. I get there up on like Thursday night, partied with some Theta Kai's, went to Uptown, very funny interaction with the with the bouncer there. I literally handed him my ID. He looked at me. I looked at him. I nodded my head. He nodded his head. I just walked in, and I think I was supposed to be like, kicked out because it was a fake ID. He just like let me in, even though I was like supposed to not get in. And um, that was basically the story of my time getting into up down the next two nights, and um, that kind of set the stage for the the following events. So. Saturday rolls around. It's game day. UAB is playing Tennessee at like 7.30 on ESPN. We wake up at 12. 
we head over to this tailgate at this like parking deck, like way off campus. We were there for like about 40 minutes or whatever. And they're like, all right, it's time to time to head over to the frat house and have some more fun. By the way, I was drinking like Jack the entire weekend. And I think <laughs> that that day I, I was having like Jack Apple uh, throughout the day. So I was like kind of like drinking, getting buzzed like the entire day. Right. So and I remember like we got to the frat houses and they were giving us free alcohol and like free food. I was like, fuck it, sure. It's about like 5.30 to like 7 o'clock when we're doing all this at the frat house. We It was about like 7 o'clock and the game started at 7.30, so we started heading over to the uh, stadium. UAV was having a great year, and Tennessee was not having a good year. So we, I, I really believed this along, along uh, with many UAV fans that we were going to beat them. And honestly, the stadium was still pretty packed for like a for a game versus UAV. But like, we were surrounded by like 40, 50 year olds. So I was like cussing, like you fucking suck, you're awful. I fucking hate this, and it was really like it was bad. Apparently, but I was too drunk to like pay attention to them. I really didn't care. But now I feel bad. I would probably apologize to them right now. So if you're listening <laughs> to this, I apologize to you. I that guarantee was, you they are not listening. So. Yeah. But if they were one day coming back to this podcast, I apologize, okay? Well, anyway, we were like, we left at halftime um, and we went back to the apartment. So I, I finished my Jack Apple and my two friends, they take Adderall every time they, they drink, right? And they've been trying Smart. to get me to take it so hard this weekend. And I was so drunk. And I've always said no because I just like, don't want to mix drugs and alcohol. But for some reason, I was like, fine, fuck it. I'll do it. So I did like half an Addy. It's, it's possible this Adderall did later save my life. According to these two guys, it saved my life. And according to my dad, who's a doctor, it saved my life. So we'll get to that point later, though. So like I said earlier, we go to Elftown again. So I walk over to the bar and like there's these two dudes in front of me trying to get a drink. And the bartender's telling to them, listen, if you tip the bartender even 50 cents more, he will give you more alcohol. And I'm, I'm listening to the bartender say this. And I'm like, interesting, interesting. Okay. So I get up and I tell the guy, I want two Jack and Cokes, but I want to tip you. And he's like, if you tip me four bucks, I'll make you feel real good. And I said, <laughs> I'll do you one better and tip you five. So he's like, oh, shit, I got you. So he pulls out um the jack and the coke so imagine like he's pouring the drink he's got jack in his left hand coke in his right hand and he's like pouring like one two three four he actually like at that he pulls his right hand he pulls the coke and he's just pouring straight jack in these drinks i swear he poured like two and a half to three shots in each of these cups right like i always do i always chug jack and coke so i had like two jack and cokes uh my friend he saw me with like two jack and cokes right he turns around, he turns around like a few minutes later, now he sees me like three Jack and Cokes in my hand. In a span of like 10 minutes, I had like five Jack and Cokes with about two and a half to, ten, to three shots each. So basically in 10 minutes, I had like 10 to 15 shots of Jack. And remember, I had been drinking like the entire day. I had this Adderall. I had like, I, I, I was extremely intoxicated. And I'm pretty sure like within the next 15 to 20 minutes, I blacked out. Now I'm like, we're going to play the, the perspective of my friend that was also there with me. And he's like, he's like walking to the dance floor and he's like, he looks down and he's just like this idiot on the floor. And he's like, who the fuck is this guy? And he looks down and it's me. And he's like, what the, he's like, oh, it's fucking Brian. So he, he picks me up. And at this time, like the bouncer had come over and he's like, he's got to go. And he's just like, no, 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 he's good. He's good. And he's like, no, 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 he's got to go. He's like, no, 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 he's good. Look, let's me go. Like, let's go on my shoulders. My face just falls forward, like free fall. And I smash my face into the stage. Oh no! <laughs> they like 
they pick me up, take me out of the barn, put me on the on the uh, side of the building and throw me a towel because my face is like bleeding, like all this blood is running out of my nose. Oh no! And I am like, I mean, literally, there's so much blood coming out. So, he, uh, my friend, he's like calling the other friend that I have. I feel bad because like the call, the friend that he called was, mm-hmm. was with a chick. Oh, <laughs> he had to, like, ultimate call. Like, block. come take care of me. He takes me up like three blocks, like up a hill to the hospital. Mm-hmm. The funny part is, it's the children's hospital. Oh my god! Right when we like enter the door, like right when you enter the front sliding doors, I just puke black everywhere. Black. And it's from all the blood I was swallowing <gasps> from my nose. I was swallowing the blood the entire time, like 20, 30, 40 minutes of like swallowing blood. So I, I puked all of it out. My circumstances superseded any child with any traumatic shit going on in their life in that one moment. So they, they, they like, take me in. They put me on, like, that, that drug they put, like, drug addicts on. So I was checked in the hospital from, like, 2 a.m. To, to 2 p.m. So I was there for, like, 12 hours. I remember, like, one time the nurse came in. She showed me this thermometer. And she's like, okay, so if you look at the bottom of the thermometer, right? She's like, so this is zero. This is point zero. This is when you're sober. And she goes up a little bit. She's like, so this is 0.07. This is the legal limit. And mm-hmm. she goes all the way to the top of the thermostat. At the top is a skeleton, right? And this is zero point. This is zero point four zero, right? And this is when you die, okay? Right. And she points. She points like literally like um, like like one millimeter below that. It says you die at point four zero. I blew a point three eight. Oh, <gasps> dude! So I remember like I also had a catheter in me. That was that was awful, bro. Like there was one really funny moment when she was. I had to go to the bathroom, and she was pulling me by, like, the little the thing that you sit next to, like, that, that tray that has, like, the IV and everything. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, she was literally pulling me, like, six feet away from me, pulling me by that tray. And I'm, like, I'm like dude, I can't. I, I was laughing so hard because she was literally pulling me by my penis. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I was, like, dude, I can't go pee anymore. You're pulling me by my penis. This is too funny. And she was cracking up. They discharged me at, like, two, and my two friends – in the frat, they came and, like, they got me. And they got my cowboy hat. And um, <laughs> they put it on my head. I got a really funny picture with it. And the lady asked them, do you want us to get the wheelchair or not? And they are like, oh, get the wheelchair. Get the wheelchair. So <laughs> they put the cowboy hat on me. And they rolled me out on this wheelchair playing Country Boy Can't Survive. <laughs> I, I had Chapter 7. Oh and I, I went to Chapter. <laughs> I got the Chapter, chapter? Like, 10 minutes late. Dude. Yeah. That would be enough for me to, like, never touch a drop of alcohol again. Yeah, so, like, two weeks later, I went to FSU and got super drunk again. Oh, okay. Really <laughs> yeah, good. And then, yeah, that, after FSU, I didn't drink for, like, like three months. So, my dad, like, he told me, like, I told him about the story, and I said, yeah, I took Adderall that night. And he's like, oh, yeah, I probably saved your life. And, um, yeah, my two friends, like, they had given it to me that night. They have been telling me, like, for years that, like, the Adderall, like, saved me. And I was like, no way. Like, y'all are capping. Like, that's bullshit. And my dad, when he said that, because, like, he used to prescribe Adderall uh, to several patients because he used to, like, prescribe a lot of ADHD patients. Um, he told me, yeah, that, that, that probably saved your life. So when he said that, I then believed them. Um, so that's why Adderall um, is very important. <laughs> so, so, Cowboy Dan Zero. Stage one. Okay, well, yeah, episode two is called Mistakes Were Made featuring my friends, but I might just make it featuring um, Cowboy Dan. (laughs) (laughs) 
Immediately. Did you get any other really good, uh, any good drunk stories? They were all pretty good, but not nothing compared to the shit you just said. <laughs> okay, well, I'm gonna let you go so I can wrap up this podcast. But for sure, yeah, my bad. Th- no, thank you so much for sharing your story. Um, I'm glad I finally got you know the inside scoop on the cowboy dance story. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It's legendary. Bye. Interesting. Um, That was a lot. So I'll leave us with this little closing remark on that little story. I would not be here to tell that story if that were to happen. First of all, my parents would have my neck on a platter. And second of all, I just don't think I would have survived that situation. Um, I barely survived the incident that happened with the bunk bed last May. And if you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, I'll probably make a podcast episode about it. But interesting. Interesting. I mean, I'm glad he's alive, which is damn. But yeah, that's basically it. Honestly, I loved reading the submissions and hearing y'all's drunk stories. So this poll was only open for the people that went to the party. But honestly, if y'all want me to open it to the general public, I'd be down to do that too. And just kind of start like a segment called like drunk confessions or something like that. But yeah, y'all just let me know if that's something y'all want because I could definitely make it happen. On the topic of segments, a segment I do want to incorporate into every single episode is my top three songs for the week. If you know me, I have a Spotify playlist for absolutely every mood. I love music. I love discovering new music and all that stuff. So I figured I would share some of my weekly favorites every week. So my first song for the week is Colder by Nash, but the A is a V, so it's N-V-S-H. Actually, this dude graduated from like my rival high school and it's kind of crazy to see like what he's done with his music career and like Addison Ray has used his music and like TikToks and stuff like that um but I'm really fucking digging that song right now um so that's been on repeat for a while and then my second song is Run Things by Rom I'm pretty sure I just butchered that but it's so good you confused cause I'm bad and I'm blatant Not what that won't show up, I'm already naked You know I run shit, run shit I know that you run shit, run shit You know I run shit, run shit For them in London city like and then my next one is Sunshine by Kyle featuring Miguel. Do you wanna come zone in the sunshine? Baby, yes, no, baby, yes, no. Sunshine. Throw it in the Put it up a step. I let you love me fly. Sunshine. But yeah, those are just my three songs for the week. And I'm hoping I can incorporate this segment into every episode just so I can give y'all a little insight of what I'm vibing with for the week. Oh, another thing. So after I released the 21 lessons I've learned in 21 years, I got a couple of DMs on my personal Instagram asking me like advice about specific things that I talked about or like asking me to elaborate or asking my opinion on like specific scenarios. And I just kind of wanted to see if y'all... We're wanting to do like an advice corner kind of thing, which like I'm not saying in any way, shape or form that I'm like qualified to give advice about absolutely everything. But um, I could always just put my two cents out there. 
So if that's something y'all want, just DM questions or like things that you need advice about to my account or the podcast account and we'll kind of start like a little advice corner kind of situation. But yeah, that's all from me today. Next episode comes out next Thursday. I'm going on spring break this next week, so that should be interesting. I'm going to the beach with all my friends and I'll keep the podcast updated because I'm sure some shit's bound to go down. And yeah. My Instagram is at it's Michelle Diaz and then the podcast Instagram is at the 20 somethings pod with 20 being the two and the zero. And yeah, thank y'all for listening this week. I hope y'all enjoyed and I'll see y'all next Thursday. Bye.